Hi guys, this is episode two of the Beauty and Business Podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest. I have Natalie Comrie joining me today. She's gonna talk about her catering business, Donahue's Jerk, as well as her counseling business. So stay tuned. Also, if you're new here, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. Welcome to episode two, guys, of the Beauty and Business Podcast. Today's special guest is another friend of mine. Uh, this is Natalie Comrie, a.k.a. Donahue's Jerk, a.k.a. Ask Donna Marie. So, Natalie, thank you for coming today. You're welcome. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks. So, Natalie, let's start by you telling the viewers a little bit about yourself and what do you do. So, I am an entrepreneur. I also work at an agency that I work with youth. My entrepreneurship is my counseling business, Ask Donna Marie, and my business, Donnie's Jerk, which I know it's like two separate businesses, mm -hmm. but I definitely know we'll get into that. But mm -hmm. I just, I love to entrepreneur, but then I also love to help the community. So I do a lot. I do right. a lot. Yep, you do. <laughs> So I know maybe some of the viewers have probably even seen Donahue's Jerk on Instagram. Some of them might even follow you. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, Donahue's Jerk for the people who don't know. How did it start and what Donahue's Jerk is about and a little bit about the products that you sell. No problem. So it's a little sentimental story, definitely. So Donahue was my dad. He passed away. We're going on 11 years now. Wow, already, he, eh? I, so he basically was the chef of Toronto. Mm -hmm. And he would be outside the club selling chicken, uh, jerk chicken to be soup. specific, soup, fish. Um, he was a real staple in Toronto. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if anybody remembers, his funeral was over 2,000 people. So it was a huge, he was a huge staple in Toronto, yeah. a huge part of the culture. Mm -hmm. So when he passed, obviously it was hard, hard on Toronto, but definitely hard on us. Yeah. And it took me a while to revamp that business, mm -hmm. you know, as mourning and even trying to take his dreams and put it in and make it my own. And see where you could kind of take it. And see where I can take it. So it took me about four years um, to get to that place. And what dad always wanted was his products in homes. Because as much as he did love going outside the clubs and cooking for people, and cooking for people he really wanted to make sure that people could have his products inside the home. And I've been cooking with him since I was maybe about 12. So mm -hmm. I knew the products, I knew how to make them, and I just said, you know what, enough is enough. Let me try. Mm -hmm. Let me try a ting. So I put together the jerk sauce first, mm -hmm. and that was a huge seller. Yeah. People loved it. It's taking that jerk taste, but that smoked jerk taste, yeah. what he did outside the, the club, opened up the jump on and you smell that, I bottled that. Yeah. Right? So and it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it's been a journey, but I'm really excited. So we started off with the jerk sauce and now we have barbecue sauce. Um, honey garlic is coming soon. Mm -hmm. We also have ginger shots to make sure you build up your immune system. And then we have um, different specials on days. So we have Saturday soup and Friday wings. That's amazing. That's so good. He's probably so happy. <sighs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. And it's really, you know, it's a family thing because we get together, we talk about it as a family mm -hmm. and um, we just do the work. And we try to take everything 
every relationship we've had with him mm -hmm. and put it into the products. And right? you have uh, his jerk sauce in a couple store locations as well. Yes, yeah. I have it in three store locations. One is Tropical Nights in Ajax, um, Kingston Market and Kingston Road, and Gibbs West Indian Restaurant. That's good. Gibbos yeah, West Indian that's Restaurant. That's really good. And then you guys just launched your online store. Yes, I was very excited yep. about that. Shout out to you because <laughs> you definitely pushed me on that one. Um, and it changes your life and it lets customers really view your product like they're yeah, in the Yeah, and they're stores. more accessible, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's where you can order anything Donnie use. Sat de soup, Friday wings, anything you need. Nice, that's right amazing. Yeah. That's good. Now, tell us about um, your Ask Donna Marie movement. Tell us a little about, about that. So that one's about seven years old that I've been doing that. So by trade, I guess you would say I'm a child and youth worker. Right. And I've been working with youth for over 25 years. Mm -hmm. And I love it. I love being in the community. I love really helping youth grow and, and reach their dreams, mm -hmm. especially black youth, right? Yeah. So I decided, um, maybe actually it's longer than that maybe about just after my dad had died 11 years ago to start fostering mm -hmm. and trying to take because i worked in group homes schools hospitals i did all of that and i just wasn't feeling fulfilled or feeling like i'm helping the youth the way mm -hmm. that i knew i could mm -hmm. right so i started fostering uh, fo uh teenage girls which mm -hmm. was a lot how do you find being a foster mom a lot <laughs> this is how I describe it, and um, some people take me wrong, but it's my honest truth. Yeah. It's an invasion of your life. Oh, really? And if you take that commitment to take that invasion, mm -hmm. you're going to do the best work. Yeah. And I've committed to doing that for 11 years, so, but that's the only way that I can explain it. And um, being a foster mom, is it only teenage girls? Now I'm doing, I have a teenage boy, but it was teenage girls for the majority of, um, that time yeah um, and that's how Ask Donna Marie came out okay. is that helping these girls and really having that hands-on to know that there's no shift change there's nobody mm -hmm. else kind of having access to them and hurting them more yeah messing up what they're working on mm -hmm. and I started doing programs within the home mm -hmm. and I'm like these programs are good let me bring them out so I started doing workshop and I created Ask Donna Marie counseling counseling families, counseling youth, counseling couples, individuals. I remember when you were doing um, the couples classes, those yeah. workshops, yeah. Those were fun. Um, it really targeted couples and over food, yeah. which I love. Yeah. Which, you know, most of the time I made the food. And so I was taking both of the, the things that I do great mm -hmm. and adding it to one thing which I'm doing again yeah. with Donnie's. Right. So I'll be doing cooking classes for kids. That's amazing. So it's awesome. Now, how do you find the pandemic has affected your businesses, whether good or bad? So it's been really good. I, I hate to say this because, you know, the pandemic has been emotionally draining for so many. Our mental health is yeah. out of whack. Um, but for me, it was that push start mm -hmm. to have that space to really start and focus on Donahue's and focus on Anastana Marie. It, Cause it's like you kind of had the downtime. I right? had the downtime. I was still working. I still work mm -hmm. with youth, uh, with my agency, but what it did was quiet me. Mm -hmm. 
so that it's like, okay, now it's time to push and do your website. Ask the question to the people that are inspiring me. Mm -hmm. And that it, it just gave me time. It gave mm -hmm. me space. It to gave do things me, that you probably didn't have the time to do. Exactly. You know, so it's been really good. Um, like the business has been active for a while, mm -hmm. but since the pandemic, it's been productive. Yeah. Right. So I'm still taking clients with Aston Marie. They're all on Zoom. And because mental health has been such a strain yeah, in the black community. Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Do you feel that now, now with the pandemic, because it's affecting so many people mentally, do you feel that your counseling is a lot more busy now? 100%. Yeah. And um, it's hard because now it's time managing and getting everybody mm -hmm. in. And I'm such a, I'm a helping giving type of person so I never if someone asks me for help I never want to say no mm -hmm. right so it's always trying to fit them in but zoom has been great you know using technology to really help build mm -hmm. your business has been great so I have a lot of clients I I'm doing zoom um, and it's been it's been very challenging but the pandemic has been good to me yeah you know and I'm thankful I thank God nobody's been sick everybody's mm -hmm. safe it must be the ginger shots but <laughs> nobody's been sick yeah um but it, it's been good yeah you know connecting with family connecting getting to know my kids yeah because they're home because they're unfortunately they're home mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm like oh yeah you look like that you're funny mm -hmm. oh you like this like it's been a huge ad adaption ad Adoption, adoption, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to our regular life, and now it makes me know I don't want to go back to that regular life. I don't want to see my kids. I don't want to help people. I don't want to cook. Mm -hmm. I want to cook. I mm -hmm. want to have that space to do all of that. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, you've had many years of experience working with teenage girls. What advice would you give to? You know, any young girl maybe viewing this right now, looking to maybe step out into the world at either like 18, 19, like what advice could you give them? So general advice, it would be connect to your self-awareness. You know, what, like I said, what that space gave me with COVID was connecting to me. Who are you? What are your desires? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? Mm -hmm. That's all self-awareness. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What is lacking in our world today is that self-awareness. Mm -hmm. So teenagers are not looking at looking at themselves in the mirror. They're looking at themselves on Instagram yeah. or Snapchat or Twitter. So you true. Know? So Caring about the likes right. and the views. Exactly. So really taking a step back and understanding who you are. Self-awareness is one of the most important things you can have as an entrepreneur, but as a person in general. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Yeah. What do you like? And I feel like a lot of girls that age at like 18 and 19 nowadays don't know who they are. Yeah. They, they want to be who they see on Instagram or, oh my gosh, that girl looks so good. I want to look like that girl. It's you that know? fake perception mm -hmm. of who we are. Yeah. And it's it's taking over our world. I, I'm still a strong believer. And I when I talk to parents or uh, families, I'm always saying parents are the number one influence in any kid's life. Mm -hmm. And it goes through that throughout their whole life. Mm -hmm. But if parents don't see themselves as the number one influence, the kids will seek something else. Right. Very so true. really standing in that power of I am the number one influence. You know, I see my daughter doing things, my eight year old 
Like, you know, she will set up her space or if the music is on, she knows it's time to cook. And, mm -hmm. you know, if she's going to make herself a sandwich, she has to turn on some Steenie Bashman old school <laughs> music because that's what I'm doing. Yeah. As soon as the music goes mm -hmm. on, they know it's cooking. Or, you know, if I have, if she has to do her work, she sits down. Oh, I have a client right now. You know, so we're the influence in their life. Yeah, it's what they you know? see at home, It's right? what they see at home. And I see that in my teenagers, even the ones I foster, mm -hmm. the way that they're walking and talking and they see the entrepreneur journey. They see how we're hustling every day. That goes on them. So yeah, there's going to be other influences in your kid's life, but you're the number one. Mm -hmm. Teach them about self-awareness. Teach them to stand up. Teach them to be powerful and the world will change. Yeah, and I think a lot of young girls need that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Now, um, another question that I have for you, and this is a question that I ask every guest, what would you tell your 16-year-old self? Oh, that's a good question, because there's there's so many, I always say my 21-year-old self. Mm -hmm. Or your younger self. Yeah, but my <laughs> younger self, um, again, just, just, when you drop, when you fall, get back up. Mm -hmm. Because we're gonna fall. Yeah. You know, I think for me, one of my hardest things to learn as an entrepreneur was failure. Knowing that failure is what's going to build me. Yep. And that's what has taken me so long, you know, and people that know me will, and know what I've been through and know the products I sell or the job that I do with Ask Donna Marie, they'd be like, Duh, why aren't you already here? Like, you know what I mean? Because I had to... they don't to, realize how hard. It's definitely hard, but it's also... You have to fail in order to win. Mm -hmm. And once I was able to get that, oh, okay, I fell, let me get back up. Yeah. I was able to walk steadily mm -hmm. and know that falling is part of what I need in order for this to keep going. Yeah. So I would tell her to fall. Fall and get back up. That's a good one. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us. Me, sorry. <laughs> thanks for joining me today, Natalie. I really appreciate it. Um, let the viewers know where they can find you, your social media and all that. You can yeah, so Ask Donna Marie is at Ask Donna Marie. So A-S-K, Donna Marie. And Donahue's Jerk, at Donahue's Jerk. So that's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. Um, and that's the email. So you put at at Gmail after Ask Donna Marie, at Gmail after Donahue's Jerk, and our website is donahue's.com. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. This was so fun. <laughs> Thank you.